This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The biggest battle that we will ever have to face is the battle between you and you. It's the battle of taking your mind to that limit and then breaking through. On the Mindful Experiment podcast, we will be interviewing individuals who have done that, who have gone through the struggles, who have tried to create a reality and all that they could. And when all the odds were against them, they made the impossible possible. I'm your host, Dr. Vic Manzo, and I want to thank you for being on the podcast and taking this journey with me as we go through and discover different avenues to break through those limits, different avenues to help you expand your reality so that you can evolve into the person that you desire to be. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of The Mindful Experiment, Discovering Your Infinite Potential. This is your host, Dr. Vic Manzo, and I'm excited to have you on. Uh, Today we're talking about meditation. Now, in my chiropractic office, I highly, highly advise my patients to meditate, do some form of meditation. I try to make it simple as just using guided meditation. Sometimes we'll dive into more advanced techniques, but Overall, it is a big part of my practice that I recommend for people because in this day and age, meditate. Uh, our minds are so racing and there's so much going on within our mindsets. We're just go, 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 technology, always activating the mind and we're always keeping it active and we never take a moment just to slow it down, rest it, 
just unwind, debrief, disconnect, and just reconnect back with yourself. And this is why I am a huge advocate of meditation. The science alone backs it up. It's been utilized for thousands of years, many different forms. And in today's, basically in, the medi- in this workshop, I want, uh, workshop, in this episode, I want to just talk a little bit about the history of where meditation comes from. Well, I want to dive into many different forms of meditation. And then also at the end, I want to just chat a little bit about um, what are some of the benefits behind it and why you want to incorporate this in your lifestyle. Not something to do every once in a while, but something to do consistently every single day. As I'm doing this recording, I have meditated now for over almost a year straight, and uh, I don't, I'm not going to stop. It's part of my lifestyle now. I feel weird if I don't meditate, and my day is totally off if I am not meditate, if I didn't meditate for that day. So I wanted to, you know, when we dive into some of the, the, the history behind meditation, I first want to let you know that. Uh, meditation really is just like prayer. Prayer is meditation. Meditation is prayer. And I'll dive more into this in a little bit. Um, so it actually goes even farther back. If you start looking at prayers and how long prayers have been around, again, we're talking a couple thousand years, minimal. But meditation, it really comes from the Latin root meaning meditatum, which means to ponder. And so you may say to yourself, hmm, to ponder, wait a minute. And it's been documented back uh, it was a step-by-step process that goes back to the 12th century monk Guido number two, the second. Uh, but exactly, nobody knows really when it happens. And like I said, when you start to look at prayer with meditation, it's the same thing, just different format. Uh, that starts to go even further back. So it's been utilized for thousands of years. There's ancient prehistoric times where older civilizations used to use like repetitive and rhythmic chants. Um, that they offered to the gods, which was another type of meditation. They even said there was some uh, uh, hunters who went out hunting all day. After the long day, they would just sit down and stare at the fire. And as they did that, they would enter into like a trance-like state. And some have even gone even further back to go and say the spending time in the dark caves, the cavemen would slip into altered states of consciousness when they did that. So it's it's been around for a while, guys. It's not something that's just brand new. I mean, it's really well known in Hinduism and Buddhism. And it's, it's something that can drastically benefit us. But now, in this day and age, we're starting to see now the science starting to come. And people are testing Buddhist monks who can really meditate for long periods of time. And what does that mean? And, and looking at how does it affect the body, the physiological aspects, the brain, the mind, and so much more things. And it is unbelievable with the science and results that are coming through. And this is one of the just amazing things that's it's starting to evolve and become more popular in here. And celebrities talk about it more and just so, so much more. So uh, I'm a big fan of meditation. I have practiced many different forms and I continue to learn new ones and more and, and, and continue to work on it because it's a practice, it's a lifestyle. And Truthfully, for me, meditation does many different things, but if I had to nail it down to three reasons why I meditate on a daily basis, um, one is the connection with myself. It, it's the most important thing I can ever do. Connection, connecting with yourself is the most crucial thing you can ever do in your life because the stronger the connection you have with yourself, the stronger the connection you'll have with anything outside of yourself. Again, the stronger the connection you have with yourself 
is the stronger the connections you'll have outside of yourself. And so when we look at the different aspects when it comes to meditation and so forth, it's really the connection part for me. Second, it just resets me. It gets me into a very powerful state. I'm in a calm, relaxed state. My mind isn't racing. I'm thinking only of the now. And that's where the power is at. Your power, the essence, what really the creativeness, the energy, the electricity, the juice that is really going to create whatever it is you desire is all in the now. And so meditation really just stops me and puts me right in a good place to say, okay, this is it. I'm in the now and I'm focusing right here, right now, and I'm going to hone in my power state so that no matter what I do afterwards, I'm going to be really in a good, powerful state. And the third thing, it's just really relaxation, um, to calm the mind and to really just give my mind a break. Because And most of the time I meditate in the morning. I usually get up around 4 or 5 in the morning and I'll do my meditation about 45 minutes to an hour after I've been up. And it just helps me calm, reconnect, and just allow me just to give my mind a break. Even though you're like, you're just waking up. True, but if you know me, I, I used to have, if I, I never was diagnosed, but I would probably have been diagnosed based on how I know what ADHD is. Uh, I was an ADHD child, so my mind doesn't take much for us to start racing. And so I utilize meditation as a tool to help keep me in a calmer state. Now, as I mentioned here before, you know, there's different techniques of meditation that you can definitely look at. There's a variety of them that are out there. Uh, and I've done uh, pretty much every single one that I'm going to mention. And I have gotten benefits beyond belief with all of them. Um, the first one that um, I, I said in my first episode we talked about was Kundalini. And again, it's a, it, Kundalini is really more like an upward meditation. It focuses on the rising stream of energy. Okay, so you're, it, it has a meditation that's like the roots in both Buddhism and Hindu techniques. And in Sanskrit, it kind of it really translates to coiled. So it, it's a visualization about how to access your energy and really concentrate on the breathing as your energy flows from different centers of the body. And then all of a sudden, once your energy is felt, you can really start to get into altered states of consciousness because you start to feel the rhythmic aspect of life. And, and for me, Kundalini was unbelievable because altered states of consciousness I would get into a lot. And it's not like something where you're out of body. Those are different things. It's just you have a shift and you're in, a, you're in this place where like Deepak Chopra will call the gap. Um, and, and for me, it's just nothingness. And it's, you enter this space of just beautiful bliss and peace. And then you're like, you're, you're connected. And so when you think of things, instantaneously you'll get answers. And you can guide yourself and direct yourself and weave yourself through things, things you've gone through, uh, things that have occurred in your life, things you're working on, what inspirations you may want to work on. It's just an amazing place. And Kundalini is what got me there and taught me that. Now, you don't have to meditate for ye uh, hours on this. Um, normally for me to get into that state, I've been practicing over 10 years now, so it takes about maybe no more than 5 to 10 minutes max, and I'm there, and it's just a beautiful bliss state. Other meditations you can do is things like guided visualization, and this can be for more like spiritual healing, stress relief, or personal development. It really comes from, inspiration comes from Buddha. He says, the mind is everything. What you think be you become. And so you can really look at, so if you vision boards, right? A lot of people started getting into the vision boards and visualization and the power of vision, visualization. 
And this is a really good one. When you have a guided visualization, you can think of things of your life, of what you want to achieve or be or become, and how you, what reality you want to experience. And you can visualize it, seeing it happen, and you meditate on it, and you just sit there and just play it out in your head. Remember, meditatum from the Latin word means to ponder. So you kind of just focus in on one thing. And that one thing, you let that play out in your life and you just continue moving forward with it to allow you to um, mass create this visualization, communicate with the visions of what you want to create in your experience, and continually to work on that to create an attraction to make it happen in your life. Uh, so I've done guided visualizations a ton of times. Uh, I love doing them. Um, when I'm looking for something I want to track, something I want to create in my life, and so much more and it's just unreal on the results i mean there's things like i get like you know i get positive experiences but my body releases chemicals that really give you a feeling of positivity when i do that it's kind of like i feel like i have the power back in my hands of creating the life i want instead of being a uh, feeling powerless uh and just being a reaction to life i'm actually creating the reactions of what i want in my life and i usually get there very easily with when i do some guided visualization so I, this is another amazing uh, meditation I love. Um, the next one that I like to talk about is something called trans Transcendental Meditation. This is pretty popular. Deepak Chopra is big on this. And uh, Maharishi, he was the one who started this, said the purpose of Transcendental Meditation is the goal, to the goal of it is to the state of enlightenment. This means we experience that inner calmness, that quiet state of least excitation, even when we were dynamically busy. And so basically, what they, what, what, how this looks is in the Hindu tradition is you sit in lotus, internally chant a mantra, and focus on the rising above the negativity of what you experience. But basically, how to learn how to do this, you want to use an gu uh, expert guide. as highly recommended. There's a ton on internet nowadays to do this, retreats and all so forth, to really get into this transcendental meditation. And for me, uh, I have gone back and forth with Transcendental Meditation. I have taken classes on Transcendental Meditations, online classes, and it's been a very powerful tool in my life, especially when it comes to things of negativity. Uh, I can't break through a pattern. Transcendental Meditation just knows how to like sear through that and help me just reset and reconnect back to me with that peaceful bliss. You know, the true essence of who you are is peace and bliss. And so that peaceness, it, it, it's just, you got to connect back. And the more you can connect back to that peace, the more and more it'll be easier for you to have a more peaceful life. So I love TM, known as Transcendental Meditation. It, it's just awesome stuff, guys. I mean, there's so much more. Uh, mindfulness is great. Mindfulness is a very easy way to do meditation. Um, it's one of my favorites to do because you can meditate in so many different ways. Uh, this is, you know, when you, when you do something with mindfulness, it's coming to really understanding at the moment where you are. Uh, it, it lets the mind wander and you accept any thoughts that come up, but understanding the present. You really stay in the moment. You're in the power of now. And the way people kind of practice this is you can do it by sitting, laying on your back, and things like that. Uh, but, you know, you have your eyes closed, you cross your legs if you can, or you make sure your back's straight. And you just pay attention to your breathing for the moment. And for a period of it, you're just focusing on your breath. And you're just trying to really focus and get to really on that aspect. But then you're going to have thoughts that come in and out. And all you're going to do is let them flow in and flow out, flow in and flow out, and just see them come and go. And this is really great. Whenever I have like anxiety or anxiousness, uh, things like that, or I'm about to do 
um, a presentation, I'll tap into mindfulness real quick. And that's present moment, focusing right here, right now, pay attention to my breath, and really just hone in and just listen and be still. Now, you can do mindfulness in so many different ways. Um, for men, I sometimes will tell them, hey, practice it with shaving. And you look and go, wait, that's not, mind. That's not meditation. Yes, it is. It's a form of meditation. If you focus on the razor and you get hyper-focused on every single hair being shaved, that could be a form of meditation. Women could do the same thing. You can also do it when you eat, right? We all have to eat. So you can sit down and truly eat and just focus on what you're eating. Chew it 30, 40 times. Really let the flavors move around your mouth. I'm telling you, when people do that, they take in way more flair, flavor and more enjoyment when it comes to eating. You can do this with drinking water or drinking something. You can do this with working. If you're in school, you can do this with your homework. You can do this in studying. It's just hyper-focusing on one specific thing, and that's all you focus on. Any thoughts that come through, you just let them come in and come out. You don't give them attention. And that's how you can really tap into the power of now. I uh, also used to teach ways you can just sit in a room and just be mindful of everything that's going on and try to pay attention to the most faintest sounds and just pay attention to the most faint ones that you can possibly can. And that's another way to mindful. So there's very different factors when it comes to mind uh, meditations to, to work with. And there's many others, guys. There's one called Qigong, which I love because this is a method that improves your posture, respiration, and ability to relax with greater ease. Um, it's one of the oldest forms of meditation and it derives from ancient Chinese society. So this helps with health and wellness and it helps to circulate your energy throughout the body and help rebalance your energy centers. And it's just really, really great. I, I have used this for stress and so many other different factors that truly help me in my life and to truly take my life to the next level and allow me to be the best I can be. Now, there are some other ones out there that you can do, like another one is just, um, you know, I talk about all the alter state to consciousness. You can go into what, um, when you really get into a deep state of meditation, you can really um, allow yourself, you'll start to get into states where, again, like I was explaining earlier, a uh, higher state where you, you, you're seeing things in a different perspective, but at a more higher level, uh, a lot more, you see things in uh, more of a vast perspective. And, I, and that's an alter state of consciousness, and that's a meditation within itself. Now, there's other things you can do too, which is like focus meditation. When I first studied and started with meditation, I practiced what was called the candlelight uh, meditation. And what you'll do is um, you light a candle about a good maybe 20, 10 to 20 feet away from you. you. Dim the lights down. And you look at the candle, and all you do is focus on that candle for 10, 15 minutes. It's as simple as that. It's a focused meditation. And it will help you center yourself and get you into a state of place. You can do things like listening to ocean waves. You can do things like listening to a babbling brook. You can listen to, you can focus, just listen to your breathing. Or you can focus on compassion, love, gratitude. I mean, focused meditations can go so many different ways. You can also do something which is called an activity-oriented meditation, or otherwise known as a moving meditation. This is where yoga comes in. You're in a flow as you move. Um, one of the other things I forgot to mention uh, when it comes to the mindfulness, you can do that in working out. Um, I used to do this more when I was an undergrad, and I'm, I'm getting back into it, is where when I would work out, I would work in a mindfulness state where I can feel every fiber, and I would work as hard as I can to become more aware and more sensitive to the fibers, and I'll feel every fiber of my muscles contracting, and what I would notice is I'd be done with the workout in a very calm state, 
a very peaceful state. And it was absolutely amazing. So I would utilize that in any way I possibly could to truly keep me in a meditative state as long as I could. Because for me, especially when I was 19, 20, I, you know, chiropractic, I was just getting into it. My mind was just starting to learn how to focus better. But I needed other tools to help me in the process. And so I would use mindfulness aspects to really help me and use meditation and so forth to get me to those states. So those are just some of the things. Also with moving meditation, you can do walking. Uh, just take a nice walk and feel the breeze, feel the senses of the, what's hitting your body. Um, one of the greatest, um, one of the Buddhist monks I, I studied, he would talk about that if you live in a city, you know, everyone thinks you have to go away to a mountain to order to get peace like some of these monks do. And the truth is, he says, if you live in the city, you actually have a better advantage and you can become more of a mas mas master in meditation. And the reason why is, if you ever go, like here, I live in Chicago, so if I go down to the city, there's a ton of noise out there. You got cars honking, braking, sirens, police stuff going on, just noise everywhere. There is a ton of distractions that can pull you away from your peace. And so what's cool is if you live near a big city, what I recommend is you start practicing meditation. Go take a walk down to the city. And what I want you to do is you're just going to hone in on listening to the sounds. Don't get too overwhelmed. Like, oh, there's one, there's another, there's there. Just go, here comes the police car. You know, you're hearing a train going by, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I hear sirens now. And you want what you want to do is just see yourself experiencing those noises. Don't let them in, take over you. Don't be like, oh, here we go, another siren. Oh, here we go with this. Just go appreciate the sound. One of the meditations, and I'll, I'll end with this one here. One of the meditations I've done that I was reading a couple books, and they talked about sound could never exist without silence. And so if you're ever in a stressful situation or you've got an annoying voice, you know, sometimes if you're on a plane, you have a crying baby and that annoys you, what you do is you focus not on the noise, shift your focus to the silence. And when you start focusing on the silence more, everything else becomes, you, you get in this like blissful state. That's like a focused meditation. And I actually would, I would do that when I went to the, down in the city and I just take a nice walk. Um, I would focus on the moments where there was no silence. And that's all I would focus on. And after about 15 minutes, I was like in a very nice, calm, blissful state. And I was like, wow, just focusing on sound, uh, no sound. And so I was training my mind not to get distracted and just focus on the peace and silence. So that's just some, some of the basic techniques that are out there for you guys to try out and to really take your life and reconnect and empower yourself to recenter yourself, to be more, more connection with yourself brings more connection with others. It can only happen that way. And you can start utilizing. I use meditation not only to connect with myself, it's my relationship with me. I also use meditation for inspiration. I also use meditation to understand circumstances I'm going through. Let's say if I had an argument with my wife or just come to a friend or something like that. Uh, I go into a meditative state to find out what is a, a, a different perspective. Because we get so caught up in our own realm, in our own mind, when it comes to just life in general. We think we're right all the time. And really, no one's right. It's more of just perspectives. And you want to look and see, okay, what could be the other perspective that that person's going through? And as I go into that meditation, I'll always end up getting an answer about, okay, maybe this is where they're at, and I'm missing, I missed this, and what was my responsibility in this? And then I'll ask at the end, I'll always end with, like, what is one thing that I want to see that's more of a desired result? And then I try to work towards that as much as possible to make ends meet. So... That's for meditation, guys. It's, it's just great to utilize. Um, it's absolutely amazing. 
Uh, but I wanted to share with you some of the awesome benefits. And like I said, you can some things you can do with this, guys, if you really want to have a massive list of the benefits of meditation, just type in Google and go into benefits of meditation. You can read all these. Um, but, you know, one of the amazing things about meditation is it helps you become smarter, increases your intelligence, because you don't aren't firing stress responses anymore in the brain. You're starting to get more into a balanced state, and when you do that, the mind can work better. Your memory works better, and now all of a sudden, you are a memory sharper, you're more intelligent, you retain information better, and so much more. Um, it makes you work efficiently. When I, when I work with business executives and so forth, I always tell them, I'll ask the question, you want to have 30% more focus and 50% more, more productivity? And everyone raises their hand. No one ever says no to that. And when I, So I always say, meditate. That's one of the best things you can do um, to help increase more focus and, 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 and uh, increase more focus and um, productivity. Now, the other thing I told you about what I use for meditation is creativity and problem solving uh, with what I do with my own life. If I need some inspiration, looking to create a new product, uh, program, or I have, if I'm having issues in my life, you know, relationship-wise or so forth, I use that to help get answers with things. It helps me get the higher levels of consciousness. This is where it allows me to um, be able to tap into deeper levels. And we talked a little bit about that. Um, you know, helps with emotions, guys. I, I can't tell you how much when I'm frustrated, I go into a meditation and I feel 10 times better after. And so it's really, really beneficial. Um, helps improve your personal relationships, your marital relationships, uh, unbelievably. Uh, because you start to see life in a different perspective of, you know, it's not all about what I'm seeing. If I, you know, like for example, Tony Robbins always says, if you say something in communication and the other person didn't respond like you wanted them to, keep communicating until they do. Because you're obviously not hitting and communicating properly to them. Now, uh, what also it can help with too is life expectancy. Meditation decreases stress, and stress causes all, may I add, all conditioned illnesses and diseases in the body. So when you meditate, you can reduce it. And some research has even shown that uh, mortality rates from various fatal heart conditions were cut by 48% with regular practice of meditation. How cool is that? It massively helps with pregnancy, okay? So women who are pregnant, get into some meditation. It helps with the hormones and a lot of other variables and just keeping you in a calm state and a more connected state, which allows you to connect deeper with your baby. Brain coherence, it helps the brain to balance more and be more efficient, uh, especially with, uh, you know, looking at different uh, brain activities and, 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 you know, things doing as just um, basic tasks to more of the executive productive tasks that you got to do throughout the day. Um, good sleep massively helps. It calms you down. It, you know, you have decreased stress. It means you're going to sleep better and deeper. It helps you increase your stress reserves to handle and respond to stress better. Uh, that's awesome with meditation. Glowing skin for all those women who like to worry about that. Um, other things, guys, I'm just going to quickly go through this. Things like stress and anxiety, heart disease and ailments, normalizes blood pressure, boosts your immune system, slows aging process. Uh, and so many more. I mean, anxiety, alcoholism, abuse, smoking, eating disorders, depression. Uh, so it, it's really, really something to highly engage in your life on a daily basis. Uh, we live in a world today where we are distracted by everything. Fake book, and I say fake book, but known as Facebook. Um, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Vine, you, you know, uh, YouTube. Um, Snapchat and all these other social media outlets you're just constantly, we're glued to our phones, all these notifications, always checking, seeing what's going on. 
and then we got emails. You're always checking emails, and then we're looking at what's newest news that's being popped up now. Cause we have our phone has like we're always constantly being bombarded and attracted to the phone and distracting us. We have TV shows we have to follow, Netflix, and we binge watch TV and all this. And guys, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with these things. It's just that you got to create a balance with your life. And what happens in our lives today is we're just constantly being bombarded by distractions. And next thing you know, you're an hour on social media and you know where your time went. And instead, how about reconnecting back with yourself? Let's get back connected to nature and look at and utilize meditation to help you in that process. See, meditation will allow you to still, hey, I mean, this time I go on Facebook every once in a while and just for whatever reasons, I want to surf for 10 minutes, see what's going on. Um, you know, I'll do that, but I don't make it, I, I keep it at a short period of time and I only allow that much time to do that because maybe I'm looking for what are some of my friends posting, what is some, you know, some people I follow who share a lot of research and I just, I use them more on a productive level because I want to make sure that I am always, uh, I keep it at a very short period of time. I don't get, try to get caught into things because again, with meditation, it'll keep you focused and increase your productivity. And so it's just really, really good. It makes you work very efficiently. So that is the you know essence of why you know meditation get it in your life. I know this has been a cliche, and if you're a patient listening, you know, I know you've heard me say this multiple times. But here is some, you know I'm sharing this because I really want you to grasp and understand the depths of what meditation is. Grasp and understand how it can totally transform your life and take your life to a whole nother level. And the beautiful thing is when you start to meditate on a daily basis and you truly start to connect with who you are, you can really start to take more control and more power of your life. And no matter what circumstances come your way, you're going to show up as the best version you possibly can so that you can spear through that, come with a very clear mind, and be able to respond in a way that's going to help you thrive in life rather than being more in a survival state like most of us are. So I want to thank you guys for checking out the podcast and checking out this. If you like it, please go ahead and you know throw us some reviews. Let us know that you loved it. And uh, you know share this with someone who you may think needs to meditate. Maybe there's someone out there who you've been trying to tell. Let's say you meditate on a daily basis. You're like, man, I've been trying to get someone to meditate for the longest time. Share this podcast with them. I want to thank you guys again. And until next episode, keep rocking and rolling. www.facebook.com forward slash empower your reality. You can check us out on Twitter. Our handle is drvic21. And also check us out on Instagram. It's instagram.com forward slash drvicmanzo. And as always, if this show you found to be helpful for you, by paying it forward and sharing this podcast with someone that you know who could benefit from. And last but not least, if you liked the podcast show, please give us a review. Five star. We appreciate that. Thank you for listening to The Mindful Experiment. Helping you discover your infinite potential. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, 
all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing it with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.